Hi, I'm Sammy Shulman. I'm Josh Siegel. I'm Yoni Pruce. And I'm Aaron Kirkpatrick. And welcome back to The Floater. Thank you guys for all the support lately. That's right. We're starting it off with a thank you. Um, if you check out our Instagram, you can see that we're posting there. Right, Yoni? Yes, we are. And today, after a brief hiatus for Mother's Day, we are back with our way-too-early version 1 AFC record predictions. Sammy, I like the title you chose. Thank you. I have it written down on my notes as AFC record prediction, way too early, V1.0. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't even know how you guys did it, but I I sort of explained this to you guys before the way I'm doing it. I'll explain it to the people out there, which is I'm not even necessarily predicting what their record will be. I'm sort of predicting what I sort of think the average of what type of team they are is where what I'm going to say is like, if you were to play out the season a thousand times, I feel like this would happen the most often. But if you were to go one win in either direction, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. And if you were to go two wins in either direction, I might not agree that that's the most realistic scenario, but I could conceivably see that happening as a realistic scenario. I've heard Josh deliver that monologue at least three times now. Yeah. I think today was my fourth, actually. Yeah, so that, that's it. I need to explain it to all our loyal listeners. So Very loyal listeners. It's a solid monologue. Yeah. Um, but before we do get into our predictions, Josh, you have something you want to talk about? No, that's oh, after. That, that's, that's at the end. You want to do it after? That's, that's a tag. Oh, my God. This is a disaster. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, yeah, no, let's just get it. We'll stay to the end because I want to hear what Josh wants to talk about. Let's just say if you're picking your nose, you're thinking of the right thing. That is factual. <laughs> Sarah, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Josh, okay, so... since you have your uh, whole monologue, do you want to go first? Well, 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 we well where are we AFC starting East? with? Sure. Yeah. Because that's what I have first. Are we yeah. just doing it? Should we just do it in order of the standings last year? Well, why don't we do in order of who you have in last up to first? Yeah, okay. I, I agree with Sammy on that one. Thank okay. you so much, Yoni. Yeah. All right. So, who do you guys have last place? So, uh, I have the New York Jets at five and eleven. Okay. Yeah. I still have the Dolphins in last. Me too. I, I have the Jets at like four and twelve. Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Jets is when Sam Darnold plays, they're actually pretty good. But I still feel like it's not a big enough sample size for me to know so much about Sam Darnold. A and B, I feel like the Jets are just kind of dysfunctional. And the Dolphins, with kind of a terrible team, did, you know, decent last year. 5-11. and 11. I mean, they went, what, 5-7 and seven in their last 12 or something like that? Maybe even 5-5, yeah. and five, right, in their last 10? And so, I don't know. I saw a flash of there. I mean, I still only have them – I have them third in the division at 6-10. and 10. Like, it's not like I have them – winning it by any means, but I have them a little bit higher than the Jets. Yeah, so I, I have the Dolphins at 6-10, and 10, I have the Jets at 7-9. and nine. That's fine. Um, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a difference between the two. I think the biggest thing for me with the Jets is just that, like, they actually could have been a borderline playoff contender last you year. You like the Jets. Sand- yeah, I mean, if, if Sam Darnold didn't get hurt, they could have been in the running. We're just, they were yeah. horrendous with Luke Falk. Like, they could have Sam Darnold got hurt in the first or at halftime of week one against the Bills, and they blew the 16 nothing lead. Then he got mono, and they got killed by the Browns. Um, and then... On the nucleosis. Yeah. And, then, um, and then, then they went on a nice streak to end the year. I mean, they ended the they year... Were one, they were 2-7, and seven, right? Yeah, they no, they were 1-7 and seven and ended the year on a 6-2 and two run. Nice. Oh, good for them. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I saw a lot of positive signs in the second half of the year. <laughs> I think one of the biggest issues for them was their offensive line, and they definitely... Um, well, I mean, they got one uh, guy. Right. Yeah. It, it was a good pick. I think the biggest question for them is whether Le'Veon Bell will, will ever be the same player he was. Right. And he didn't... I think last year he was bad, where there, he didn't look as explosive as before, but their offensive line was also terrible. And I think there might be some middle ground that exists where I don't think he'll ever be the way he was before, but I still think there's a chance that he still is more productive than he was last year. Yeah. If I could just say one thing is I think the reason that I have the Jets in last place and the Dolphins above them at third 
is one the coaching staff. I really like Brian Flores over Adam Gase. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, I agree with just, that. I think he's a better leader than Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Adam Gase at all as a coach. And second, I really like the additions that the Dolphins made in the offseason because they, they brought in veterans like from the Patriots. So they brought in Van Noy and Roberts. Yeah. Not to mention in, Byron Jones. Byron Jones, exactly. yeah. Yeah, that was the next one, Byron Jones. And then they had a good draft. They got a rookie quarterback in Tua. I think if I had to trust one team more than another, I'd go Dolphins. Over yeah, that's that's exactly where I was thinking. And I think I would be surprised if if those two teams didn't finish third and fourth. I mean, I guess the thing is this this division is finally a wild card for the first time in twenty years, which is exciting. But I think we're all gonna have for yeah. now these two teams at third yeah. and fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're also really they're also facing tough divisions. Right. Yeah. They, this is this is some of the toughest schedules. The Jets. Uh, just I have the schedule rankings pulled up for strength of schedule based on opponents winning percentage last year. The Patriots have the hardest schedule. The Jets have the second hardest. The Dolphins have the third hardest and the Bills have the fifth hardest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And then second put or KP, what did you have? I had Dolphins five and 11 Jets six and 10, but we've already covered that. So in third, I had the Patriots at eight and eight. That's exactly second. 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 Yeah, that's exactly that's it. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I had. Yeah. Um. The Patriots. I think I'm gonna have the Bills with a little worse record than you guys did, but that's just because, like we talked about, just an insanely hard schedule that this division's facing. Um. But the Patriots, despite the fact that they lost Brady and like whatever, their defense throughout the first eight weeks last uh, year kind of carried them, and if they can return to that, and they'll still be a relevant team. And so I'm not ready to give up on the Patriots by any means. Right. Well, I think the thing with the Patriots is just their defense was great in the first eight weeks and they put up incredible numbers against not very good teams. I mean, and like that's nothing that's nothing against them. You play who's on your schedule and they dominated them. But in the second half of the year, their defense was fine. They played five playoff teams and gave up 20 points a game. And I think just the thing that really by the second half of the year, the Patriots offense just really couldn't move the ball. And like I think, I think there's a chance that we look back at that year and say, really, the fact that Brady got them to that point even was impressive. Where just something that really stood out to me with the last few weeks of the year was the number of trick plays it felt like they needed to run to move the ball. Where just like in the Chiefs game, their two best plays were the flea flicker with Julian Edelman and the James White pass. And it just feels like with sort of the best teams, what you want is for them to always feel like they sort of have one thing left in the bag for the playoffs. Where like with the Chiefs, they didn't they saved for the Super Bowl that weird wildcat direct snap to Damian Williams. Do you remember got that got that play where like yeah, they yeah. they were in the full house and they all did a spin one step over, uh-huh. and there was a direct yeah. snap to, and it just felt like the Patriots needed to let everything out of the bag to win in week 14, weeks 14 and 15. And I just think that losing Brady and not upgrading the weapons, I don't have a lot of faith in them. I think Belichick gets them to eight and eight. Uh, I mean, I have the bills in the second spot. Okay. I, I know. I personally, I don't think this is that much bias. I think last year Brady was good, but also like just watching every game, he wasn't anything special. Like, I love Brady, but I don't think that's a hit on him that he wasn't anything special last year. And I think the main reason that they got to where they were last year is the defense and then special teams and Belichick. Their offense wasn't really doing much at all. But I think the main reason that they – not that they're going to improve this year, but they what might win the division is just because they're getting back their center, David Andrews, who didn't play at all last year. Um, they didn't have any run game last year. I mean, Sony Michelle took a huge step down just because that O-line was – always injured or incons- like they weren't on the field at the same time. And they, they're getting a real fullback this year because, I mean, James Devlin wasn't playing. Um, I mean, I agree with you, Josh, that a lot of their offense was like the trick plays, like with Edelman against like the, the first drive against the Chiefs. But I think this year I, I have them in the first seed and Bills in the second in their division. But like, it's within a game though. So like I wouldn't be I mean, and for me, it's just the Patriots – Part of the reason they got to the point they were was the fact that their schedule was so ridiculously easy the first eight weeks. I mean, they played the Dolphins in week two before they picked it up. They played the Jets with Luke Falk. They played they played the Redskins. They played the Giants. I mean... Hey, 
the Redskins gave him a fight. Well, I think the <laughs> fact that we left that game saying that that was a very underwhelming 33-7 win, I think sort of tells us all we need to know about both the Patriots and the Redskins last year. It was a very underwhelming 33-7 win. A 33-7 win is a 33-7 win. Not when Colt McCoy is winning at And, like, the Patriots didn't – even that game, they sort of had a hard time moving the ball for a lot of it. And, like, in the second – No, but you can't knock the Patriots for struggling to move the ball against the Redskins. The Redskins' defense is – just I mean, incredible. in the first half of the year, the Patriots played one playoff team and won that one game. In the second half, they went four and four as a whole, played five playoff teams, yeah. and went two and three in those games. And now they have the hardest schedule in football. And I think, and they lost the best quarterback. Of all yeah, time. I think that's the bottom line. I think that's enough to say they'll be. When you flip the schedules, not really a lot of additions, and take out Tom Brady from the equation, I think that's enough to say a four game. That will be four one games thing I worse. Did, one thing I did forget about that Yoni was talking about is the players that they're going to get back just from injury, though. I will say that. like David Andrews big... and, and James Devlin like, are important parts of that offense. It's just a matter of if that offense looks similar to what it was with those players when it's, you know, Jared. Right. At, the, and at the end of the day, though, I just don't think they have weapons. I mean, I'm, like, very established as not I mean, being a Sony Michelle guy at all. Um, and I mean, Sony Michelle in the playoffs have, like got 100 yards a game. And had like one of the most most touchdowns I think of all time. He had like thirteen but, touchdowns. I mean, the playoffs. He just has never consistently been good. He wasn't good last year, and they have no weapons. I mean, Julian I mean, Edelman I, was yeah. getting double teamed. Right, should... I don't, don't want to. I don't want to go too far into the Patriots, but I think the one thing that I will say is that Sony Michelle was good in his first year. Second year, they didn't have a consistently healthy O-line. They didn't have a fullback who played, and a lot of their run game for the Patriots is based around having a fullback. And not that they're getting James Devlin back this year because he retired, but they picked up another one. Who'd they pick um, up? Oh, I forget his name. I think he played in the Packers. A few Weren't they ago. using a Landon Roberts as a fullback? Yeah. Yeah, they were using a linebacker as a fullback. That's not an uncommon thing anymore. The Reds yeah. didn't do that. Or did right. under but, the Jagerton I mean, yeah. regime. Like, I mean, for any team that's using a linebacker as a fullback, I don't think that's great for their offense. How are the Redskins um, taking so many hits right now in an AFC yeah. prediction pod? <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. But also for the offense, I think Edelman was also injured last year. He's still going to get double. Well, Edelman is permanently option. concussed Muhammad Sanu, I I know. Mohamed <laughs> Sanu was hurt. He hurt his ankle last year, so he's going to be healthy. Oh, they got damn No, but Mohamed Sanu, it, he never fit into that offense. I mean, he just, regardless of any I, injury. I'm, well, Josh, it will be a different offense. That's the was, bottom line. The one thing yeah. the Patriots do have going for them is that for the first time, they have a different quarterback, which obviously isn't a great thing when you're losing the best quarterback of all time. But we finally get to see Bill, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels with a quarterback who can move. And so I, I that's know, the I one mean, thing that's the, the wild is... card for them. Like, I agree, Josh. Like, like we've talked about, I agree that I think the Bills will win the division. But I feel like you're a little getting a little too far the other way. Well, Just because yeah. the bottom line is, for now, like Sean McDermott just had a quote, the Patriots are the team to beat until they're beaten. And while I do think they will be this year, I also wouldn't be surprised if they end up going 10-6 and, right. and win the division. Right. I mean, that's why exactly. I say I think the biggest thing they have going for them is that they have Bill Belichick as their coach. I mean, but I think for me with Stidham, I'm just not a big Stidham guy. Where? Well, how do you know yet? Well, I, let's I mean, just say yeah. I watched a lot of Auburn football, and that team was at, like – that team was a primarily running team and Stidham's job was to manage the game. And like carry on Johnson was a great running back in college. I just think with Sony Michelle and without weapons, I don't know if Stidham can do that at the next level. But Stidham, like Stidham has not had a chance to be the guy since high school. Like he went to Baylor, right? And then it didn't work out. And he never did. Well, any, no, he never he, stayed anywhere for more than one year. He transferred away from Baylor because their head coach got fired. Right. Then the, that's what I'm but saying. He was he was and the now guy. He at finally Baylor. has stability. But no, no. But now he finally has stability. He was never anywhere since high school for more than two years. That's like the whole thing about him. He's untapped, and so it's that's what the wild card I don't know. is. And so I, I mean, we'll Joe. That same can be said for Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow figured it. That's why oh. I would said that I think Tua has a higher ceiling because I'm not sure about Burrow and if it was like that one year thing or not. That's all I'm saying. So, right, yeah. KB, what did you have in all this? So I, yeah, I had the Patriots at seven and nine. 
and the Bills oh, at ten and six. Oh, yeah. Josh, would you have? The I had them at ten and six. I had them at nine yeah, and seven. It, one game better than yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, I had them nine and seven, then Patriots ten and six. I was worried, Yoni, uh, not Yoni, Sammy, that I was gonna have um, the Bills too low because you said like I thought Josh and Yoni were gonna go something higher with the Bills, just how you said like. You thought you were going to have the Bills. Well, I had them less than 10 wins. I think that the consensus, for the most part, in what I've seen, is that the Bills are anywhere between 10 and 12. But I just think with their schedule. Yeah, I mean, I think with the, just with the type of team the Bills have, I would say they're sort of in the 11 12 area, but they have a very hard schedule. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we move yeah. on to the next of it? AFC North. Sure. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. North so, right. so in last place, I have the Cincinnati Bengals at six and ten. Yeah, I have the Bengals at five yeah. and eleven. Five. I'm with Josh, yeah, five and eleven for the Bengals. Same yeah. Five. So I mean, the Bengals' weapons are actually kind of formidable. It's green. It's if he's AJ healthy. Green. They have no defense. Right, their defense is terrible. Tyler Boyd. Um, but they'll yeah. be they'll be a fun red zone team. Burrow yeah. Mixon. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Higgins, they have, they have and another thing. And another thing and is. Their O line was terrible, and Jonah Williams, who's a left tackle that they took in the first round all of last year, he's a Bama boy. Yeah, right? so he'll be back this year. So they sort of have their last right. two first round picks as rookies, as sort of the where this was really a cornerstone year where for them, where Burrow, T. Higgins, and Jonah Williams will all be in their rookie year. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they have potential on offense. Yeah, but I yeah. think yeah. that. Uh, I think we all agree that it's too soon for them to yeah. make that come into fruition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. In second right. place – or third place – see, I'm getting connected confused third. for some reason. I guess the way I'm reading <laughs> yeah. it. In third place, yeah, sure. um, I have the Browns at 8-8. Eight huh. eight. Yeah, that's what I have. But this mm. this is honestly – this. I was talking about how Jared Sidham a wild card. The Browns' whole team is wild card. Yeah. So I could see them being as bad as 6-10, and 10, as good as 10-6, or even more in either direction. I mean – I just think eight and eight. Yeah, well, I think I think they're the biggest question with the Browns is with is obviously Baker Mayfield, and just from the eye test, the biggest which Baker Mayfield will we get? Well, but it's not only it's that the biggest thing that consistently just sort of on a game to day game basis, um, uh, was his biggest problem is that so many of his interceptions came on plays where. As soon as his first read wasn't there, he would roll out and panic. And it's unclear whether that's because he's just doesn't understand he's not able to stay in the pocket and be comfortable, or whether it because was because they had a bad offensive line and he didn't trust them. So I think adding Dedrick Wills will sort of be a big testing point for him where I where I don't know how good he'll be, but their starting left tackle last year gave up 11 sacks to 11 games. So he should be in. We've also talked about – I'm a pretty big fan of Stefanski for the Browns because of the things he can do with play action. I mean, it just seems like that team should be a run-first play action team because the bottom line is they have somebody who's an amazing deep threat in OBJ, somebody who's an amazing RPO threat in Jarvis Landry, and then, in my opinion, a top five running back. Oh, I completely show. agree. I think, yeah. I think with them, I think like with Freddie Kitchens last year, the most confusing thing when there were times where he seemed to just forget that Nick Chubb was on the field. Um, yeah, and I think Nick Chubb is the one who ta- sort of ta- is where they're at their best when they're just riding him. But even if you look at the numbers, they were four and four when Nick Chubb got twenty plus carries, and they were two and six when he got less than twenty. So it's like even at their best, they were sort of a five hundred level team, right? But I think um, the difference is they have they had more potential than that, right? It depends on a few yeah. things. One, which bigger Mayfield will we say? Will we see? And then the reason I think they'll be better than the Bengals is because first of all, they have far more potential for this season because of the players on their offense and their defense is much better. I agree. I think yeah. another question for them is just the chemistry. Where that team last year had terrible chemistry, terrible discipline, and a lot of that is a coaching problem. Um. And we'll see whether Stefanski can change that. We're just there was no culture instilled last year. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. I will offense, say I'm not yeah. sure how much Stefanski is going to do in that department. Just because you go from Stefan Diggs 
to OBJ. I don't know. Well, there's like the two biggest divas. It also doesn't help that he, as of now, isn't really able to work with any of his players face to face. Like, it's going to be harder to build a strong relationship with them if he doesn't get to know them on like a personal day to day. Right. I think it's sort of like what we're talking about, Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys, where. Like, I wasn't too enthused by the Stefanski hire, and I wasn't too enthused by the McCarthy hire. But at the end of the day, they're not Jason Garrett and Freddie Kitchens. And that's, like, is a plus for them. Who do you think is the best head coach signing this offseason? Let me quickly go through all of them. Um, Just to go on a quick tangent. I mean, I'm biased because I think Ron Rivera was the best coach signed. And, like, I feel like the Redskins have a good defense. And he'll help them, yeah, but but I'll, I'll abstain I, because of my close relationship to the question. I was going to say Rivera, mainly based off a lot of what you said, but also it's just like the Redskins needed like a new face. They needed discipline. Yeah, he's disciplined. He's taken the team to the Super Bowl, like, and they gave him the reins uh, at least for the draft and stuff. So he was able to like implement what he wants to do with his rookies. So. I think personally, yeah. Rivera. I, I would probably say on Rivera. this one. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, feel like some of the signings were kind of weird. Like Joe Judge just seemed like well, that was confusing. so. First, at the same time, though, first we were like, "Oh, Brian Flores is ridiculous." Maybe it is just true that if you're part of the Patriots organization, you become a good coach. Well, no, but I mean, Brian Flores has actually sort of been the exception to a rule, where it's sort of a noted thing that built that part of the thing with Bill Belichick is he doesn't have a good coaching tree because he doesn't really have a coaching philosophy where every single person who's been one of his coordinators who was hired has failed. I mean, just looking down the Matt line, Patricia brought that team to 311. I mean, there's Matt Patricia, there's Josh McDaniels, there's Romeo Cornell, there's Charlie Weiss. I mean, you can say what you want about Bill uh, O'Brien, but like Bill, we've all made fun of Bill O'Brien. And I think agree. He was carried by his talent and hampered that talent in a way. So, like, I wouldn't call him yeah. a successful coach. No, he's definitely yeah. not. I mean, it, they make the playoffs every year, but so did Romeo Cornell. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Brian Flores is more the exception than the rule, just based on history. Also, it is funny that we're talking so highly of him for bringing the Dolphins 5 and, five and 11. Like, we should wait. Well, but, I mean, that, w- that was a genuine accomplishment. Like, sort of with... But sort still, of, but still. Sort of with the point I'm talking about, where, like, if you were to say to someone at the beginning of the year, and especially after the first two weeks, the Dolphins will, will go five and eleven, they would be like, "Holy shit! Like, what the hell is that?" Like, I understand, but at the same time, go, they got the fifth pick. Like, they were the fifth worst team. That's the bottom line. Like, I'm in the boat that he's a great coach, but we should still kind of wait. And right. It's that. just. Sort think, of the, oh, go ahead, KP. I just think one of the more sorry. I'm kind of diverging from the Dolphins talk. But more just talking, I was thinking to myself, like, who are who's, like, coaching that will be fun to watch this next year? I think Matt Rule will be fun to watch in Carolina. I don't know. I think it's just, I like, don't know about him. I guess we'll find out. The idea, idea of investing fully on defense. And then probably McCaffrey, my guess, could end up averaging. How many carries did he average this past season? Does anyone know? I mean, it's not about how many carries. It's, how many tets- it's, about, it's, it's about how many yeah. <laughs> And for him, it's yeah. more touches than carries just because of the threat he is in the receiving game. I do not understand why they didn't get a little bit of offensive line help, but we'll find out about the Panthers. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think, think any of us think they'll be going a back. Game. Well, just I, the should quick point I was going to make next? about Brian yeah, Flores we is what I like in a bad team oh, yeah. is sort of if they're a fun bat team that you can tell that like there's a culture that's being established and the fact that the guys out there. Are, are like they're not a good team but they're still really responding to their coach and really giving a shit and like that's sort of part of the reason I really liked the Cardinals last year and like them going into this year where even when they weren't playing well they were doing funky things you could tell they were all buying into what Cliff Kingsbury is saying and when you're like mm-hmm. when you're a bad team with a new coach that's the type of things I'm looking for yeah, if I could just add one thing and then we'll move on to the next part of the AFC North. It's just that, like, he was the Patriots coach and then he left for the Dolphins and he did well and he made that culture. But then Patriots players also left the Patriots to go play for him, which means that players enjoy playing Good for point. him. Good point, yeah. Just like a, it, it's like, yeah. And specifically, I mean, he was their linebackers coach in the linebackers yeah. game. Exactly. I mean, like, Calvin Noy and Roberts, they, all, they both joined. So, I, I think there's some... And Roberts joins with some fullback experience. Yeah. 
So, yeah. second place, um, what do we have? I think we. Oh wait, I I didn't even say I had the Steelers at oh, seven wow. and nine. Oh, I completely wait. disagree with that. Yeah, I I assumed you guys were going to say that. Um, for me, and I, it's just I don't know enough about Big Ben, but like how he's doing. But I mean, they were better than seven and nine yeah. without Big Ben. Like I, I think I have a lot of questions about Big Ben too, but at the end of the day, they would have. Right, Even if he doesn't end up. They being they make the playoffs this year. They were the seventh team, and like regardless of how good he is, he's better than Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I don't know about Steelers, that way. I have the Steelers in third place at nine and seven. You mean second place? Second oh, what do you have the Browns at? Oh, wait. Oh, I had them ten oh. and six. Huh. For a second. I mean, I've always been a huge fan of the Browns. Like, last year, I was huge on the Browns. Well, but you're an Ohio boy. Yeah. I am an Ohio boy, but I, like, I, I don't know. I still love the Yeah, so I, I have the Steelers. Yeah, I have the Steelers at 10 and 6 yeah. and in second place. I, I have them at 9 and 7, but with the way that my records are this way too early, they would make the playoffs at 9 and 7. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. right. I like – I was high on the Steelers coming into last year. Um, I think – I. Th- yeah, you thought – you thought the Ravens, Steelers, and Browns yeah. would make it? Um, I think I think with the Steelers, um, I was just really impressed by that defense. I think it's a young defense that's emerging. Where just they have Devin Bush and Minka Fitzpatrick, who are I think Fitzpat. Yeah, I mean they're all they're young guys, and then they have it alongside Cam Hayward, who's an established guy. So I think defense is sort of their ethos, and the job of the offense is not to kill them. And that's exactly what Mason Rudolph and Evelyn Hodges did last year were just some of the games that... Except when they yeah. did. Um, so that's my if point, that honest. Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges did kill them. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think even before he got hurt last year, Roethlis's burger wasn't as good, where he actually set his career high in passing yards the year before, but that's because they didn't have Le'Veon, so they were throwing the ball more. Like, just the eye mm-hmm. test, he wasn't a climb that... Roethlisberger yeah. is not the guy he used to be. Um, Everybody knows that. He's in decline, but at oh, the yeah. end of the day, he's a smart quarterback who has played – yeah, and who – like, I think there's a chance he goes back to 2008 Ben Roethlisberger or 2005 Ben Roethlisberger, which is just a smart quarterback playing with a dominant defense who just knows that his job is basically not to screw it up. And – Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like that might be hard for him because, honestly, Roethlisberger from, you know, 2015 to 2018 was high volume, high touchdowns, high interceptions. But if he yeah. can get back to I mean, that, I just think he's in a yeah, different I mean, stage. The Steelers, the Steelers have yeah, a very I high mean, I, I think the Steelers are definitely a playoff team. Like I said, if you do last year and this year's format, they are a playoff team with Hodges and Rudolph. I mean... I think the things that the Steelers have going for them, which coaching. I might like, I'm too low on them, is coaching one, um, two. Their defense is like top yeah. three or five in the league. They are great. after adding Minka Fitzpatrick, they've been fantastic. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I just kind of worry about the offense. I don't know about Juju Smith-Schuster being the number one option. I mean, he was good, but like nothing too special. But then, he, yeah, like, he was banged up. Uh, that, that whole offense, right? I mean, that, and so. like at the end of the day, yeah, he so had I mean, Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges throwing to him. Like that, that is going to hurt. His oh numbers. yeah, no, I understand that. What was what's yeah, the I guy's understand. name? Their other receiver who went to college with Mason Rudolph, James, Wa- James Washington. James Washington. Yeah. James Washington was yeah. actually pretty good though. And like, if he takes a step up, and then they also drafted. Um, was it Pittman yeah, or Chase Claypool? No, that was no, the Colts. Oh, Chase Claypool. Yeah. So like you know, it's all all of those. One of them could turn out. So if yeah. they end up with three solid receivers like that, that big man can make work. And yeah. somebody we haven't talked about who is solid is James Conner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I That's don't know. True. Yeah, I mean, even right. Conner was hurt yeah. for a while last year. Yeah, but the Steelers always have a good run yeah. game. Yeah. All right. So then, yeah. obviously, we all do. Right yeah, now. it's just a matter. Yeah, of Yeah, I have them at thirteen yeah. and three. We're just, yeah. I, don't think um, I mean, they have the easiest schedule in football. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think the thing with the Ravens this year is, I'm not saying in any sense that the window is closing, but I think there's a chance that this might be the best team that Lamar ever plays with. Just be because as a mix of young guys, right? And old guys. Ro- I mean, roster just wise, roster wise. I mean, 
just because the reality is they're going to have to start paying people. And I've just personally come to grips with the fact that this is Matt Judon's last year. Just, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's not coming back. And so this is the year where we're going to have him with Calais, the new guys like Calais Campbell and Patrick Queen and with Marcus Peters for a full year. On offense, we're not going to be able to keep Gus Edwards because he's going to wind up starting on another team. Ingram is running out, and this mm-hmm. is the time where we pair those guys with Dobbins. I mean, this is just the point where we haven't reached salary cap hell yet. Over half our starters on defense made the Pro Bowl last year. Um, I don't remember exactly what that number is for offense, but Hollywood, it seems like he's getting better, where I read a good article on him where I didn't even realize he played last year with two metal screws in his leg, which hampered his explosiveness. Hmm. And he's also coming into the year about 15 pounds heavier, just a muscle added, which is good, which means he'll be more durable. Um, and like I said, I'm not saying this is Lamar's peak or that the window is closing in any way, but I think when you add the roster and the fact that just part of the numbers on our schedule are absurd. I mean, we have the easiest schedule in the NFL. We travel the least amount of miles in four years. And after week two, which is a game against the Texans in Texas, we don't leave the Eastern time zone. I just feel like this is mm-hmm. the type of year where sort of yeah. everything should be coming together. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it should all come together. And it, I agree so with you. So, I think it's how many yeah. games do they I have, have the Ravens at 11 and 5. And before Josh gets mad, that would make them the two seed because I had nobody in the AFC very high other than the Chiefs. In fact, the Chiefs and the Ravens are the only two teams I have in double digit wins. So, it's mm-hmm. not that I'm saying the Ravens are bad. I just have like. For some reason, when I went through this, it just ended up being that all these numbers ended up low. Um, I guess my NFC numbers will end up being high. But um, the Ravens are the team I worry the most about with coronavirus affecting because of everything you've been saying. Like, if it ends up being that they can't do all this traveling and everybody, you know, travels the same, like they end up doing certain bubbles, I think that it's advantageous to other teams and disadvantageous to the Ravens. And so if, like, we're predicting right now and, like, we hope, I think everybody hopes there is a full season, then I don't see any reason why the Ravens couldn't, you know, be the best team in the NFL. Yeah. 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 And I I think one other thing that's really big is that down the stretch, our last four games against the year of the year are against the Browns, Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals. And the the problem is you don't know what that's going to look like. Right. I mean, just – Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you could be in right. the first, you could well, I mean, the first seed. And right, well, my point is that... Years. Or the Bengals or Browns right. could be really so, good. I mean, just I mean, my point is, though, exactly. it's sort of just things are playing the way we think. At the very least, three of those four teams will be teams who aren't in contention for the playoffs, where I don't think any of us see the Giants or Jaguars contending. And at the very least, we're not going to have yeah. both the Bengals and Browns contending. And I think it's going to matter more than ever in a year where the one seed matters more than ever because we're now moving to the point where the one seed doesn't only get you home field for the playoffs, but it gets you a, it's the only seed that gets you a buy. Yeah. Well, no, this year, year they're moving year. to 17 playoff, aren't they? It was 17 this year, 17 game season next year. Oh, is it? Um, All right. Yeah. I think I'm- so I, I also, I also think that's important. Yeah. All right. Wait, KB, do you want to tell us what you had the Ravens at? Oh, I had 12 and 4. Yeah, I mean, for me, all things. I I could envision them going 13 and 3 or even 11 and 5. Like, either I could see them going one win either way. But I just put, because of that, I put them at 12 and 4 because I thought that was like the most fair between them. I mean, for me, all things being equal, I'd have both the Ravens and Chiefs at 12 and 4, but the Ravens have the easiest schedule in football, which, I mean. I just have the Ravens at eleven and five. Just yeah. when I was going, through, yeah, I remember there being like seven games where I could see them going yeah. either way, and mm-hmm. and I mean I had the Ravens winning, uh, like whatever it was two out of them, which isn't actually yeah. as bad as it seems because for the most part I would have yeah. the most. Teams I mean, I think the biggest games. question mark for the Ravens is Earl Thomas, not only because of that crazy story last week, um, but just because. Did you see that the Ravens are trying to cut him? That must be. Fake, well, I right? saw there were rumors of that. 
Um, I don't know if that's actually true, but I would say the thing about Earl Thomas is that he was the one guy of the Pro Bowlers you can make an argument for not making a Pro Bowl, where he was very good last year, but he wasn't Earl Thomas just because... Well, I mean, some of the guys like shouldn't have, were just well of, play, of, the, of the defense the at the very show. least. Like, yeah, Brandon, I mean, Brandon Williams, I Matt Judon, Marlon Humphrey, yeah. and Marcus Peters all had Pro Bowl seasons. Um, but like Earl Thomas, um, the biggest thing with the Ravens is he's not a great scheme fit, and this was sort of evident during the year um, where the Ravens love these exotic and disguised blitzes. And that's where Eric Weddle fit perfectly, where basically they would give him free reign before the plays um, to just run around and confuse the quarterback about whether he was rushing or dropping back in coverage. And he would move like 15 yards before the play. And it was always fun when Tony Romo was Mm -hmm. doing a Ravens game because he would diagram all of that. Whereas Earl Thomas just wasn't a pretty basic cover three defense with the Seahawks schematically, where he had zero sacks coming into the year in his career. So just in terms of scheme fit, he sort of had a hard time grasping it and sort of fitting into that role. So he's still very productive because he's Earl Thomas, but I think he is the biggest question mark coming into the year for off the field and on the field reasons. All right. Well, I think that you could talk about the Ravens for hours, um, but we should probably move on. Like it's a consensus that the Ravens are the best team in that division in the one or two seed. So, yeah, so let's move on to AFC South. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So with the fourth seed, I had the Jaguars at five and eleven. Yeah, I this is I have the Jaguars with the worst record in the AFC. At yeah, I I have the Jaguars at three and thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, yeah that's fine. I, mean, it, so I'm not, I, I the think Jaguars. there's a good chance they wind up with the number one pick this year. Yeah. I mean, I sure. just yeah. see, I just see nothing. I think. I don't believe that they think Minshew's the guy. I just think they're trying to wait out for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Um, Which right. I agree completely. Um, just yeah, anyone who watched that. football last year understood that it was a fun couple weeks, but that Gardner Minshew is not a, a consistent starting – yeah, or even a consistent starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean – and it's they only have like two or three defensive starters from that playoff team a few years ago still there. I'm pretty sure they have none. Is it none? Yeah, I don't, I'm they, pretty sure if you don't include Ngakwe, oh. it's none. I'm I'm oh, not wow. positive. Um, but yeah, like Fournette wants out. Um, it's just a. I it, I don't want anything to do yeah. with the Jaguars. Like if I'm an NFL, player. I mean they're the it's. Agreed. And now they have yeah. Jay Gruden, which They're is They're the hilarious. only team in Vegas that right now isn't favored in a single game. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. right. Redskins always so, are favored at home against the Giants. Yeah. I think the next three teams for me was just really, really difficult and hard. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you too. in the sense that I'm going to quickly yeah. chime in and say I, I don't think I agree will be very good. Mm, yeah. Really? really? I, for a few reasons. First of all, um, they were really good two years ago with Andrew Luck, and then they had to decline with Jacoby Brissett. And if the solution is throwing Phillip Rivers into the mix, I don't find that as a solution because with a better roster around him last year, he did terribly in San Diego or Los, Los, wow, Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. so I don't see him coming to the Colts and reinventing himself and finding – like I think, honestly, Jacoby Brissett makes more sense for that team because he can move he a little better. Yeah, he should say and, and I don't – I just don't think the I just think very from good. A, like an eye test standpoint, Rivers is sort of done as like a quality starting quarterback. I mean, there's just last year mm. he threw 20 picks. There was abs- there was not close to as much zip on the ball. He was the balls were flat. He just He's wasn't bad. good. And now they're giving him. I mean, just let's say Philip Rivers doesn't sign with the Colts. Is there a realistic market mm-hmm. trying to give him twenty five million dollars? Just like right. no, I mean it's they only gave him that because they had the I mean, right. The that's what sort of confused me about it. One year, even when they got off to the good start with Joe Jacoby Brissett, it was a little misleading. Mm-hmm. I mean, through seven games, they were five and two, but were number twenty four in DVOA. And I mean, they they had some right. Like the game against the Broncos was disgusting. And yeah. the Steelers. 
No, the Steelers game they lost. And didn't they no, they the lost Char- to the Chargers. Uh, didn't they beat the Chargers? Um, okay. But yeah, I just remember that pick. They, had, like, they sort of had uh, some disgusting games, and then things evened out. And at the end of cool. the day, like, T.Y. Hilton's going to miss a couple games. Just, he's going to be hurt at some point. He It feels like every year he's dealing with a hammy or a quad or something like that. And I, I have them at seven and nine. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I got it. Yeah, I have them at six and ten. Wow, I have seven I'm, and nine. I, I got to disagree with you guys. I think it, last year Jacoby Brissett really wasn't great. I mean, their O line is one Phillip of the best. Rivers in great? No, I'm not saying Philip Rivers is a great quarterback at all. But Philip Rivers was just trying to force the ball a lot with the Chargers, and I think this now. I mean, he has T.Y. Hilton. They just got Pittman. They have a few other. But they had Keenan Allen. Team. I don't know. I I know, but he was just trying to force them because they they were down a lot, and they also didn't have Derwin James last year for a lot of their season. Like I think, if we're talking about the Chargers last year for a second, I think that they would have been a lot better if they had Derwin James and their team was fully healthy for the entire the Colts year. Colts defense isn't good. And, I mean, the Colts defense is really young, and they have one of the they have really good linebackers. So I I mean I I I'm excited about the Colts defense. Um, I think. Rivers was sacked the most or like bottom five or I guess top five in the league and time sacked last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have that checked, but I, I'm pretty sure on that. And I mean, if you're getting one of the better O-lines in the league and you don't have to force the ball and you're getting Jonathan Taylor and I forget Marlon the other guy, Mac, Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack like they, Marlon Mack was injured, but the other times when he was healthy, he was pretty good. And I think really, I really like the Jonathan Taylor pick. So, I mean, I don't think Rivers will have to rely on throwing the ball up as much as he did last year. But if he does, he got oh. a – Michael Pittman's a big target. Yeah, I mean – Will also be nice. But like, he's not He's not better than right. Mike Williams. I, no, I'm I not don't so, know. It feels yeah, like Phillip Rivers downgraded. Yeah. It feels like the Colts downgraded. And, and just for just me, opinion, it's been – well, It's I, been I, two I, years I since I've watched a football game thinking Phillip Rivers has got this. Like, just – Since really, they played the Ravens, I mean, really. It, and even that game, like – he wasn't very good. I felt very calm with our defense. Really, the last time was that Chiefs game in like week fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, that we watched like together. week fourteen or fifteen, whatever. It's just I don't. He's lost some of right. I don't, it, I don't care about. I honestly don't care much about the numbers about the offensive line or anything. Just my eyes told me that I've been watching Philip Rivers play football my whole life, and I've seen him throw many footballs, and the balls that he threw did not look the same the way they used to. It's he. he He's lost Perfect. arm strength. Philip Rivers was in the first AFC yeah. He's lost arm strength. He's, he's lost stuff. accuracy. I and I just don't understand giving him $25 million. All right. We should move on. All right. I mean, I disagree, but yeah. I'll so wait, yeah. so what do you have? Who do you have third in division, Yoni? Third in division? I had Texas. At, at uh, nine oh, seven. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how many wins I have the, Tennessee has. Yeah, I have the Texans in second at nine and seven. Well, Indian, I have the Texans in second at eight um, and eight. I have I them had, at ten and six in second. I mean, I have the Colts at nine and seven too. Like, a, it's not like a big difference. It's not any difference. It's just like head-to-head wins or whatever. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, but we've we all agree that Texans are in second place. Yeah, so. No, you only have them in third. Say, wait. You have them in third with nine and seven. Which means you think the Colts are better than the Texans, essentially. Essentially, yes. Okay. I, I just don't yeah, like I'm not high on the Texans. I just think when I'm, you have yeah, I think eight and eight when you have Deshaun Watson and J.J. Yeah. Watt on your roster, who are two guys who can single-handedly change the course of a game at any time, I think it's like I've them at mm-hmm. nine and seven. Sammy has them eight and eight. I just think it's hard to see them, regardless of the fact that they have Bill O'Brien and that they now are decide David Johnson's the guy. I think when you have those two guys, it's yeah. well. David Johnson won yeah. five years ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have them at nine and seven um, too. Like, it's not any different. I just don't really like their. I mean, their roster is yeah. okay, but I just don't really yeah, no, I, I like think what they did in the offense. They're a very great. poorly constructed team with a bad coach and bad management with a top five quarterback and the best defensive player of this generation. Top five I think Watson's a top five quarterback right now in the NFL. I'm, we'll yeah. probably end up doing quarterback lists at some point, so we won't get into it um, right now. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, just for going to the numbers, Watson's huh. a great quarterback. Like we all agree, Watson is a great quarterback yeah. who can. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a good quarterback. Totally. Good I mean, they, they, what he right. did against the Bills was um, incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, they have game game breakers and game changers on both sides of the ball. I mean, those players. Right. When Will Fuller plays, he's an if, and a big if. If Will Fuller can stay, if Will Fuller can stay healthy. Year. And I don't know if that's just possible. He might just not have a body that can handle a full NFL season. If he can stay healthy, Deshaun Watson is that just incredible with him. All right. Mm-hmm. So, but they also lost DeAndre Hopkins, their most consistent. We all have the Titans yeah. Yeah. at first, but I have them at nine and yeah. seven, and it's by the looks of it, you guys have them at ten and six. I, yeah, at ten and six. I have eleven and five for the Titans, but I don't know. It's just. Uh, the Titans are so confusing to me because they put it together in the second half of the year, but the bottom line is if Tannehill doesn't play up to his contract and he's the Tannehill of Miami, then there'll be a 500 team. Right. I didn't Tannehill love is. that contract yeah. um, just because I understood, I understood it. it. I just think – I think the only time you give that type of contract of, to a quarterback is when they've actually – Either A, won you a Super Bowl, or you could see your team winning the Super Bowl with them playing the way they played. Where Tannehill, Tannehill played really that, well to get no. the Titans to the point they were. But I think in order to win a Super Bowl, I think Tannehill would have to take another step up from the way from what he was last year. And I just don't know if it makes sense off an eight-game sample size where he wasn't the guy to lock your your team in with the guy. And, like, I'm a big fan of what Tannehill did last year. I just don't know if it was mm-hmm. worth that contract. And at the end of the day, they're sort of the classic team that we see it every year that just got really, really hot. And sometimes it carries into the next year and sometimes it doesn't. And for them, I think it will. Like, I think they'll win the division, but I don't know if they're going to be anything too dynamic. I think you could see a season for the Titans where it's like a lot of Derrick Henry work in the regular season, but Tannehill does enough to get them the wins while still not overworking Derrick Henry. And then we'll just see another postseason where it's just Derrick Henry. I mean, the main reason that I don't have them too high, like I have them at 10-6, which is winning the division, but I don't have them too high, and I don't think they'll do too much in the playoffs. It's just I think they lost a few players on the defense. They lost. They traded away Drell Casey, who was good, mm-hmm. and then they, they didn't who's bring still back Logan unsigned, Ryan yet, which is who is confusing. one of the better. He's not signed, but he's the, he's one of the better slot cornerbacks in the league and was really valuable for them. Patriot last Tom Brady's last pass was to Logan Ryan. He even exactly. Logan Ryan picks, came out. I think it was today or yesterday, saying they didn't even try to re-sign him, which was confusing. Um, but yeah. we we'll, we can save that conversation for another time. But just, I was like everything you said about Himioni. I was surprised that they didn't even make an attempt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. AFC West. Yeah. AFC West. So last place. I have the Las Vegas so Raiders I. at five and eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I have them at six yeah, and ten. Two. Yeah. Yeah. I have Raiders six and ten. Yeah. I have five and eleven. It there it's it's it it's hilarious. hilarious. I just wish they had gone out and drafted from where it seems like, like they're replacing the old Al Al Davis model, which was I'm gonna watch one football game a year, it's gonna be the Super Bowl and whoever wins MVP, we're gonna base our team around that. We're just they watch basically they gave Larry Brown, who was a cornerback for the Cowboys, who had two freebie interceptions thrown to him. And then Desmond Howard, who had a nice mm-hmm. couple returns, they gave both of them massive contracts, basically based off that one game. Wasn't wasn't Larry Brown? No, Larry amazing. Allen was amazing. Larry Brown, Willie Will, Brown, Willie Brown was a guy they Willie drafted Brown. in the sixties. Yeah. But Larry All Brown right. in '95, he's like right. the third or fourth cornerback on that team, and he gets two interceptions where it's two throws where. It's really confounding where the Steelers' quarter. He's not. He's not covering anyone. He's sitting in his own defense with no receiver within ten yards, and the Steelers' quarterback just threw it to him and twice, um, and he got a huge contract off that. And it seems the Raiders are just replacing that model with get the guys we really like from the college football playoff because they just 
They just st- I've talked about this before. They just stack their team with Clemson, Bama, and Ohio State. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's they, they, I agree with you. That there's something wrong about that. But there's also something right about that. If players are coming from a good program, mm-hmm. which all three of those programs are, then obviously there's some there's talent that they have. It's just I question whether or not they'll be able to unlock. But there's that also talent. just yeah. the sense where it's like, oh, that Cleveland Farrell guy looks cool. Let's take him with the four pick, fourth pick, or Damon Arnett. Yeah, or Damon Arnett at nineteen. Like, or even no, no. like yeah, trade back. I agree. With you. No, I agree with you. Their yeah. draft bad. is questionable. And also, very questionable, very bad. I agree even the side taking Henry Ruggs first as a first receiver, I just don't understand the fit. Where, like... I actually, I didn't mind that one as much because that's what everybody in the just... did. Because it's, yeah, they're just trying to be the but, Chiefs. But, I mean, it's, it's just out, the right? type of don't... offense they ran. Like, it was a legitimate throwback 1980s offense where... Derek Carr was not throwing the ball more than seven yards beyond the line of scrimmage that much. Like, it was really the West Coast offense the way it was initially created. I mean, and it was like this really throwback thing where just they didn't throw the ball downfield at all. Like, Derek Carr's yards Mm -hmm. per attempt numbers were astronomically low. And, like, Henry Ruggs is a deep threat. The only thing I I will say... The only thing I will say is that despite everything... They had a chance to make the playoffs week seventeen. That's true, um, and it's like it's yeah. like it's not inconceivable with a seventeen playoff for right. them to go eight and I eight think... and sneak in. But at the same time, and it's not even like they got worse necessarily. It's just to us they didn't get as good as they could have been, and so it's it's hard yeah. really to predict. And the teams the around them got better. Also, it's a matter of what will it. what will it be like playing Las Vegas if there are fans, which I don't see there being. What will that be like? Uh, there's just a lot yeah. of question marks. Yeah. All right, so we all had Raiders in fourth in this yeah. position. I'm assuming we all had third. Chargers at third. Yeah, yeah, at six yeah. and ten yeah. for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I getting Derwin James back is nice, but at the end of the day, they lost yeah. Melvin Gordon. They lost Philip Rivers. And Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, they, the last they have Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert. Like they, now. they said they before Super Bowl winning quarterback. Very Tyrod factual. Taylor. Before they had drafted Herbert, they had said Tyrod Taylor is the starting quarterback. I don't know if that will still be true, but, like, I'm on record as not being a Herbert guy. Um, and Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. like, he made the Pro Bowl, what, five years ago? Um, and the last time we saw him play quarterback was with the Browns, where he played a couple subpar games and was so bad in week. Hey, he tied with Guys, the we just lose Josh? No, I can hear him. Where... He was yeah. not good in week three and got the wink, wink, nod, nod, concussion protocol, Baker time. Um, Josh, he tied the Steelers for the first non-loss in the Yeah, Hawaii. it was a big moment for them. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. It really he brought them, good. honestly, he, yeah. he did have a game where he but, died, but then the yeah, it, But yes, I know what you're saying. I just don't see it happening. So, yeah. Yeah, they're bad. All right, Chargers in third. Yeah, I'm assuming we all drop. Yeah, Broncos. Yeah, that's I what had I had. Nine, seven, which which would make the playoffs. By the way, just so you yeah, guys know, um, in terms of my record predictions, the Texans, mm-hmm. Patriots, Browns, um, would all be tied at eight and eight, and would be the seven seed. So one of those teams would sneak in, and so that's when it makes me kind of doubt the whole seventeen playoff thing because the three teams I just named. So what I had was I had um, as the wild cards, I had the Steelers as the five and then the Texans and the Broncos both at nine and seven. Right. So I had the, so, cause the thing is I had the Steelers at nine and seven and the Broncos at nine, seven, it would be five and six in whatever order. And then I, the, I had the three yeah. and eight teams. I, I mean, I really out. like the Broncos weapons. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's also, we don't know how they're going to end up working out together yet. We just don't. And how well Drew also, Lock is going to play. I don't know about yeah, Drew Locke. I think he was good. He was good, but I feel like people are just rating him really high right now. Yoni, do you so. remember last year there was that article I found and sent to you about Drew Locke, like when he took over, how he was going to lead them, like yeah, the Madden yeah. sim. Yeah, there I was some that. weird Madden sim article about Drew Locke where it was like, I remember what week he came in, Josh. Like we, I think he first started thirteen. Yeah. 13, so like that. the idea was They had a weird quarterback. It went from Joe year. Flacco to yeah, another one of the Allens to Drew Locke. 
the idea was he was going to win all of the games that were left in their schedule, average like three touchdowns a game, and something like, I think it was like 350 yards. It was a weird article. I mean, credit to the Broncos. They had a yeah. really good offseason, and they brought in some defense, brought in a lot of offense. So, I mean, I'm excited and, to see what they do. I just don't think they're Yeah, I mean, they got – I also like that they got veterans on defense and rookies yeah. on offense because I always think yeah. that's the way to go. And Jerry Judy falling but into their I lap know, 15 yeah. is – I mean, yeah. I mean, they got Boye. Yeah. Casey. They, they got another mm-hmm. – Jarrell Casey. Yeah, exactly. And then they Not got to mention – Yeah, Jordan, and Gordon. they still have Von Miller. Exactly. Oh, that um, guy. Yeah. Oh, and what? What's and Bradley? Cubs. Yeah. Oh, and Bradley. Bradley. You know Cubs what? Yeah. Yeah. Cubs have such a high. Yeah, I like them. I I think they're a playoff yeah. team. John Elway's done um, a pretty good I job agree. bridging the gap yeah. in the yeah. Super Bowl Fifty. Yeah. Though, maybe Drew Locke will break the mold of him finally being able to evaluate talent at quarterback. I hope he's Hopefully. not the second-year quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he signed Peyton Manning, but otherwise the quarterbacks he's drafted are Tim Tebow and Paxton Lynch. And and hey, Trevor. Yeah. Tebow was Tebow won terrible. Josh, he won a playoff game. He did win a playoff game. It was all the people won playoff games. I've... Um, Lamar Jackson. He hasn't. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So you're saying Tebow's That's better. not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> Josh, Josh, well, that's what kidding. I heard. Tim, yeah. Blake Bortles has won two playoff yeah. games. That's the case. Like, <laughs> Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson have won Super Bowls. Yeah, but we don't know what that means. And I've that's sort of the point. Names. You've never heard of Trent Dilfer? Trent Dilfer is I've always the token Dilfer. if Trent Dilfer can win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's just a phrase you hear being said. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Do I know? Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> but great story, Josh. So what do we have right, the Chiefs yeah. at? Josh right. has them at 12 yeah. and 4. He's already said that. I have them at 13 and I 3. Them... Me too, Sammy. Yeah. 13 and and I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just impossible to say the Chiefs aren't going to be good because the bottom line is if healthy, there's no reason right. they shouldn't be. I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's they the also have yeah. Clyde's Edwards, It's clear that those are the see. two best teams yeah. in the AFC. And I think, I think we'll see yeah. once we get to the NFC, but I think – I think there are four teams in football, two in the AFC, two in the NFC, that sort of are the top tier. Mm. I don't know. I have to think about that. Right. I'm not ready to make a decision I'd have to on think that. About that Same here. It's yeah. also hard for me to not I, put I everybody a tier below the Chiefs right um, now. But yeah, yeah, I mean, with yeah. the Chiefs, like, I don't know what there is to say. They won the Super Bowl last year. They have... Incredible talent all around. They did lose the the one thing is they lost some secondary. Both Kendall Fuller and Bashad Breland are yeah. not gonna be on the teams for different reasons. Breland for mm-hmm. personal, you know, jail reasons. So who, Kendall Fuller to the Redskins. Who's their secondary? Who's their secondary? I mean they, they have still Tyron have Matthew. yes. Yeah, they still have Tyron Matthew. They yeah, still I have, know, uh no but corners. corners oh, um what's his name? I I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I don't really know their secondary. I know they have Matthew. I don't know why I can't Here, think I'll of look it. it up but right see, now. that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing that we can't think of it. I, I yeah. know that. I mean, definitely. But I will. But they they I mean, they have four teams, so yeah. They just need yeah. to run defense. I mean, and I think, I think for them, it's at the end of the day, as what happened with so many teams, is just health. I mean, the Chiefs had their bad run of health at the beginning of the year and got healthy by the end of the year, and. I think if as long as the Chiefs have a relatively healthy team playing going into the playoffs, I don't see why they shouldn't, mm-hmm. at the very least, be the one. Well, not necessarily be the one seed just because of the Ravens' schedule, but at the very least, be the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, right. But I will say, Josh, you you were very right in the fact that it's bigger now than ever the difference between the one yeah. and the two seed. And so I personally think that the Chiefs will get the one seed. But if the Ravens get the one seed and the Chiefs get the two seed at that point going into the playoffs, I feel like the Ravens would have to be favored. I don't know. At least I don't know. Like, I, I, I you favored. guys know how pro Ravens But that, that would also mean that the Chiefs, the Chiefs would have had to, at that point, win two playoff games and then win Right. I mean, it's a playing the extra Assuming game. the Ravens can win a playoff game. But, um, it, is, it also yeah. is a huge deal playing that yeah. game. It is. Um, I think – I mean, every Super Bowl is between one and two seeds yeah. since what the Packers? Yeah, no, since this, no, no since, since the, the Ravens Niners. 
where they, oh, they true, well, the, the NFL had 14. this stretch from 2005 to 2012 where there was a lot of parody, and six of the eight Super Bowl champions did not get a bye. Um, and then mm-hmm. since then, that's, especially that's right, crazy. 2005, you have the six seed Steelers, the three seed Colts, the five seed Giants, then the two seed Steelers and the one seed Saints, and then the six seed Packers, and then the four seed Giants and four seed Ravens. Um, but yeah, for the past six years, it's just been ones and two seeds. Yeah, now, I mean, conceivably, it will be one seeds, but then again, it can yeah. change because now there's less. Yeah, I mean, I think know, at the end yeah. of the day, if things play the way they should, I don't see how the AF, like, if if just, the, like I said, it's how not Ravens Chiefs, I think. But the thing is, nobody would have said last year that the Ravens would be in right. the AFC Championship. Like, even you. Like, how did we it, – it, looking back, right. it's like, how did we not see that they had all this stuff in place? And it's because Lamar Jackson yeah. took a huge step up. There's no yeah. – like, there is a conceivable world where, honestly, and the one team – and, Josh, I apologize, it's the Browns, right? Right. Where Baker Mayfield Definitely. takes a huge step right. up. And at that point, they have all the talent in place, and they could beat the right. Chiefs of the Ravens. Um, because that's the beauty right. of football. I think – yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think the thing, like I will be the first to admit, last year with the Ravens Raven exceeded the my highest expectations for what Lamar could have been. Right? Didn't you have the Steelers I had the Browns winning the division. division? I said coming into the year, the Ravens were the best team in the division, but there was a significant difference, significant difference between the quality of the schedule with the Ravens and Browns, with who the non-division winner team or like the other division teams they were playing. So I had the Browns winning the division as before, but the Ravens beating them in the first round of the playoffs. And I said coming into the year, I was mm-hmm. cautiously optimistic because I saw a lot of good things from Lamar the year before, um, but I also saw a lot of not good things. And I was actually. I mean, I don't think, as a non-Ravens fan, like, and I'm sure Yoni and I agree, I didn't think Lamar would ever throw him for more than Right, I mean... That was, that was honestly right. I think the biggest thing... I didn't even necessarily see that happening. I think by after week one, I was sort of sold because the biggest thing for me was not, like, even the numbers, where the numbers in that game were absurd, even though he was playing the Dolphins. It was watching him throw... He had completely changed the way he threw the ball, where his feet were squared differently, his shoulder was now squared differently, and he was able to throw accurate balls towards the sidelines. Um, I mean, I told you mm-hmm. after the first two weeks, I still didn't yeah. believe in Lamar. Um, and, and and the, no, but you know what? To be honest with you, I I still don't believe in like I know that yeah. means you, but I just still um, don't believe in him, and I but, apologize. Yeah, I mean, last year exceeded my wildest expectations, and I think also just. One thing we should say is, as dumb as it is to make season predictions on May 11th, it may be dumber this year, just because because of the coronavirus situation. Some of the some of the remaining, not only because of that, but Cam Newton, Jadavion Clowney, Logan Ryan, Mike Daniels, Jason Peters, Everson Griffin, like are all unsigned, and like those are guys. Yeah, there's a lot of change. Not to mention team, that though. if we did this again in July. We could know that football in September is just not even in a possibility, and we could start talking about twelve game schedule. Right. And I mean, but even just like, let's say the season plays out, there are way more guys than usual remaining for this time of year who can make legitimate differences on championship teams. Yeah, I mean, Jadavion Clowney was a Pro Bowler last year. Cam Newton yeah. won an MVP. Yeah. I, I still am surprised Noon hasn't been signed anywhere, but we'll say that. It's because he didn't want to be a backup, but now yeah. like he's going to have to be. I'm, I'm still worried the Redskins are going to yeah. sign him. I would hate that. I think there's yeah. just an influx of good quarterbacks in the NFL. And the it is. It is. There are yeah. a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm not too surprised about Cam. But like Jadavion, yeah. Griffin, Logan Ryan, I am surprised. Um. So I think that's everything. I think. Obviously, this ended up being maybe... a long time, so we're gonna have to save Josh's tail yeah. for a different day. That's okay. Sorry, Josh. We got way too far into yeah. the Browns. And well, then... we talked a lot about oh. it's just like the Patriots and Ravens. Yeah. we're gonna end up talking a lot about it. It was yeah. inevitable. Yeah, yeah. The, the NFC side should be a little yeah, yeah. Theory. but then again, there's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, no.
All right. And maybe there will be some but signings. Think, Other yeah, than that, I think we're good. Maybe you want to tell us what we got coming up? Oh, sure. I can do that. So tomorrow we've got the uh, top 10 small forwards of all time. And then on Wednesday, we've got our Wednesdays watchable. Uh, anyone want to tell them what it is? Or we'll we keep it the secret. secret for now? Yeah. Keep it a secret for now? Okay. Then Thursday um, is going to be Open Mic Monday. Um, uh, open Mic Thursday. Uh, since we moved Open Mic open Monday, Monday Thursday yeah. edition. So, uh. <laughs> I think maybe we'll call it that. It's going to be uh, Open Mic Monday, but on Thursday, just because of Mother's Day. Yeah. Then... Friday, we're going to be doing the top 10 power forwards of all time. Saturday, That'll be we've got another. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Saturday, we've got another Saturday sit down Hopefully. with another guest. Hopefully. That, that, uh, that's and then, TV. Yeah. And then Sunday, we're going to be doing NFC record predictions. So that's going to be fun. Um, as a reminder, don't forget to check out the floater pod on Instagram. We're posting every day now. Sammy's making great graphics. It's an awesome time. Also, check out floaterpod.com. Josh, yeah. you got the article today, right? You want to give a quick sure. review to so, the listeners? Sure. So, I'm actually sort of criticizing The Last Dance, um, the documentary about the Bulls, where I love that documentary, and I'm really enjoying it as much as you guys, but I'm talking about how, when talking about the 96 Bulls, it sort of miss the fact that that team won the championship on the back of its defense and how I find it kind of annoying that they haven't talked about the way those Bulls teams changed basketball from a defensive standpoint. Well, that is going to be an amazing read and I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yoni, you got any final closing thoughts to talk about or are you good? No, I'm good. So, Sammy, bring us home. All right. Well, KP, great job. Uh, Fun pod today have a lot to look forward to and other than that it is my honor to remind you to stay home stay safe 